This week's parsha begins with Moshe Rabbeinu gathering Klal Yisrael, and he says, "Atam nitzavim hayoyim kulchem lefnei Hashem." You are all standing here today before Hashem. The Mafarshim explained the word hayoyim alludes to Rosh Hashanah, as we say in the davening on Rosh Hashanah, "Hayoyim haras oylam." Today is the birthday of the world. When we say hayoyim haras oylam, what well, we have to perceive and come to the realization, the idea that our whole year is dependent on hayoyim. The concept of Hayoim is the idea of today. All we have is today. Hayoim signifies finality and urgency. Our success for the whole year is dependent on these 48 hours of Rosh Hashanah. Every hour, every minute is precious. One hour of Rosh Hashanah is equivalent to one week during the year. If we should experience pain and anguish during the year, we should know that it was all decreed on Rosh Hashanah. If sometime during the winter we have a leak in the roof or a flood in our basement, or we should struggle with panasa, or have a health scare, or have difficulties with a child, this was all decreed on Rosh Hashanah. If only we would have davened one more tefillah, or said one more kapitel tehillim, or had one more kavana during tekiah shoifer, we could have avoided all this heartache. Rav Heinech of Alexander said, When I was a young man I had three misconceptions. First, I assume that all those in the Hevra Kadisha, those who are involved all day in burying Mesim, they must be tremendous Yerushimayim, God-fearing people. After all, the entire day they are busy with Mesim and being reminded about their own mortality. So they must be ultra-pious and religious individuals. Secondly, he said, I always thought that the Mikveyid, the person in charge of preparing and cleaning the pit of the Mikveh, must be a very holy person. After all, he's connected with the mikvah whole day, the ultimate source of Kedusha. The third thing he said, I assume that the Merchis Farim, the merchants selling Jewish books, must be tremendous Tamidah Chachamim. How could they not? They are engrossed all day with all different types of Sfarim. After a while, he said, I saw that many of the shopkeepers that sell Sfarim are Graba Amaharatzim, and the people in charge of the mikvah are people who are far from Kedusha. And many of the people who are involved with burying the dead are very distant from Yerushalayim. He said, what I learned from this is that a person can be at the cusp of achieving amazing things. It can be Yomim Naram. It can be Rosh Hashanah, a day that has so much potential, so much significance. But if we are not prepared, if we don't internalize the enormity of the moment, it can be right there at our fingertips. We can rub shoulders with it. We can step on it and still let it slip right through our hands. Ramosha Feinstein, the Godla Adar of the previous generation, used to spend his summers in the Catskills in a boys' camp. Ramosha used to write his Chedushe Torah in a special printed stationery with a fountain pen, which he would refill from an inkwell. Given that he would write with a fountain pen, he would leave the papers to dry in the sun for a few hours after he would finish writing. This would prevent the ink from smudging and making the writing illegible. One day, just as he finished writing three pages of his Torah thoughts over the course of a few hours, he got up to Davin and left the papers to dry. Shortly thereafter, three yeshiva boys came by Ramosha's table to glance at the work of the Gadladar. And while jockeying for position, they accidentally tipped the inkwell and it spilled over and poured onto the papers, ruining them all. When they saw what had become of Ramosha's papers, they couldn't believe their eyes. Appalled, they took off in a sprint. One of the camp rebbeim found out what happened and he rounded up the culprits and he approached the boys. 
He told them, the least you can do is to confess and apologize to Reb Moshe. They approached Reb Moshe nervously, and as soon as they started apologizing, Reb Moshe, with tremendous poise and calm, told them, don't worry about it, it's not your fault. I should not have left the inkwell open. He soothed the boys' fears and sent them off. As soon as they left, the Rebbeim asked Reb Moshe, Rebbe, not only weren't you upset at them, but you didn't show any disappointment or any frustration at all. After all, it is taking you hours upon hours to write those Chadushe Torah. Reb Moshe said something that we should all write down, frame it, and hang it up on our refrigerator. He told the Rebbeim, It's true I worked for hours on writing those Chadushe Torah, but I worked for decades on not getting angry. Reb Moshe understood there was already decreed on Rosh Hashanah for him to incur the anguish of having to rewrite all those papers. So why get angry at those boys? I'd rather take this opportunity to teach them a valuable lesson how to react in the face of adversity. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.